Uh, so I'm actually gonna have Patsy go again because I think she is sort of still around here and maybe she might be able to take him out before we let the bad guys go. So Patsy? Uh, so I got a question. How? What can I do to engage the Doom Pool? Because that's one of the ways my uh, power, I can get it back. Oh, so you can just uh, roll against the Doom Pool? In order okay. to, and if you succeed, then you get it back. But you have to give some sort of justification. So, if you if you're looking for an idea, I have an idea for you. Well, my my main idea is to try to get the crowd out of the way. But if that's what was your idea? It was related to either getting the crowd out of the way or getting the crowd riled up, riled up and that would be the Doom Pool would be really presented. Yes. That. So yeah, so it's a similar idea, but yeah. But currently, what okay. we're what you're trying to get your suit back working. And you're currently yeah. not in your suit. So Right. Like with with Daredevil, he didn't Okay, so it has to it has to be related to the actual, Related to actually uh, getting your suit back up and going, yeah. So I mean you okay. could do the same thing that Daredevil uh, did. He just he didn't shut down his gear. He just said he wasn't wearing it and then took an action right. to put it on, but because he hadn't specifically shut it down to gain a plot point, he didn't have to roll against it. So if you want to get it back, you could also like duck into an alley, but because you'd have to roll against the Doom Pool, there's a chance you could like be struggling to actually get the suit on, you know? Right. Or I or I get seen, or I get some some and yeah, struggling something, past the protesters to be able to get. Uh, okay, then in that case, I'm just going to uh, yeah, I will just uh, go after uh, Thunderbolts and uh, try to hit, hit him in the crippling emotion. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm a daring adventurer. I'm going to get in there and... Uh... So how public is Matt Murdock as Daredevil at this point? Because it's always... He's terrible at keeping the secret, but it's always uh, back and forth. <laughs> it, it's still a secret at this point. Gotcha. Okay. You're welcome, uh... by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, then in that case, I'm just going to... Um... I think I'm just going to try to get uh, Thunderbolt, uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, Thunderball. I'm going to get him to, uh, I'm going to sort of duck in there and get in there in, in the way, and I'm going to try to get him to wrap his his uh, ball and chain around a stationary object to frustrate himself even more so he gets tied up. Okay. Is Luke Cage that stationary object? That would that would track <laughs> for the way this has gone. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's that. That might be a bit much. So let's let's go for like a big tree or a, a you know a lamp post or something. Or maybe maybe uh maybe some of that construction that I actually I think I'll use the construction site and use the scaffolding that's around the building for the construction site uh, to sort of get him to you know he could he could maybe pull it out, but then he's going to drop the entire construction site on himself if he okay. does. So yeah, that is even more embarrassing. So let's do that. Okay. So I'm a daring adventurer. I'm doing this without my my suit. I'm doing this just uh, really silly. But I'm doing it with Daredevil, so I'm a buddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a bad idea, so I'm going to do it with a D4. Get a plot point back. And, uh, yeah, been through hell is not going to help, and my cat costume is gone. But I am an acrobatics expert, and I'm going to step that down to 2D6. And you also have the D12 from the emotional... Uh, good point. And uh, is the do I have to spend a point to get the uh, the construction site 
into the into the mix? It is a scene distinction. So can I just use it, or do I have to spend, or what's? The... Uh, you would have to use it as your distinction. You could you could always spend a plot point to add an additional scene distinction. Well, I don't have any plot points at the moment, but I did just get one back. Can I spend it now, or do I have to wait for later? You get them immediately. Yeah, you get them immediately. Another thing you can do too is, I believe that it was. I think pretty shortly after the game was released, Cam Banks said that you could essentially take a negative distinction and also a positive distinction at the same time. So okay. you could add in a negative distinction to give yourself a D4 and a plot point, and then at the same moment, spend the plot point to... Yeah, I'll, I'll spend the plot point to get the... Uh, and it's a D8 if it brings in as a distinction. As a good distinction, yeah. Okay, so let's do it. Wow, okay. Hmm. All right, that's a nice, nice, terrible roll. So I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to go ahead and give you one plot point to increase... No, I'm going to leave you two plot points to take my 2d10 and turn those into 2d12. Okay. So we're currently at 2d12 and 1d4 for the Doom Pool. All right. So my roll against that, he's, uh, my rolls are, because I got an 8, 6, and 7 on my d8. So you are, yeah, you're uh, going and you get him to, like, hit the construction, but his ball just smashes right through the construction and causes the entire scaffolding to start coming down. I'm going to go ahead and convert, or I'm going to make a new, brand new complication for the scene. Okay. The Doom Pool is now at 1d12, and the distinction is, we're going to call this uh, complication Construction Falling on Protesters at d12. Okay. All right. Oh, and then uh, when I spend a d12 from the Doom Pool, which I did to ch turn that into a, a complication, all heroes get one XP. Woo woo! Just saw that, yeah. Uh, so you no longer have two d12 in the Doom Pool? No, I have one d12 in the Doom Pool, the d12 for the complication. Excellent. So you can't just end the scene. Correct, yeah. So now everybody's in danger as the entire scaffolding becomes, comes toppling down towards the protesters. Everything's, you know, it's a, it's a superhero comic, so everything's coming down slowly. Right. Well, this, this no, it, no. Uh, I think this is a job for Spider-Man because he's reacting with spidey senses and, you know, super fast. Oh, yeah. A spidey will, will backflip into in the direction where he's feeling that most of the uh, scaffolding is, is falling. And with his webbing, he's going to try to do a wide web to try to contain as much as possible of the scaffolding. So they're stuck. So they'll all be sticky, but they'll be trying to be stuck back. Okay. Doing this solo again, I could see there with great power comes great responsibility. I'm trying to save the protesters. I would say that's a positive, so D8 for that. Yeah, superhuman reflexes to just be there at the right time. So D10. Using the enhanced durability of the web to be able to try to contain as much of the construction material. 
would this be a web construct? As yeah. I'm trying to construct mm -hmm. a web or yeah. yeah. So that means when creating web related assets, add a D6 and step up the effect die by one. So, so D8 and D6. And um, acrobatic master to be able to flip and be guaranteed time to be able to get it in. Mm -hmm. So that's a D10. Oh, so I got a, on the D6, I got a 4. On D8, I got 4, 1, 8. And on the D10, I got an 8 and a 3. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give you a plot point there for that 1. Okay, cool. And so I would go with, use a 2 eights to do 16. And the D10 as an effect stepped up to, because I was web construct, to a D12. Um, I am going to be rolling for this. Uh, the construction falling is a D12 complication. Um, and then the doom pool has one D12, a D4, and a D6. So I've got, uh, I guess the best I can do is 15. I'm going to go to 16. Actually, I'm going to spend the other D, I'm going to spend, remove the D4 from my doom pool to add the two. 17, that's the most I can do. Okay, well, I really want to save these folks, so I'm going to spend my plot point to add a 4, so get to 20. All right, so you, you managed to grab onto it. I'm trying to remember how we reduce a complication. If it's less, if it's less, if he succeeds and it's less than, he steps it back. Okay. If he succeeds and it's greater than, it's removed, but I don't remember what happens if the affected dice are the same. It sounds like... I imagine it probably just steps it back the whole way. Steps, so it would be stepped down to D10? No, I, I think it would get removed. Oh, get, get removed. I, okay, I yeah. So double check. you like whip your, uh, your webs out. You're creating, like launching out all these different webs. You've got all this different stuff that's all falling, but you managed to create this big net that sort of catches everything. The whole scaffolding is like, leaned over the entire crowd and everybody was shouting and everything but it's all like just snugly held by this by this web there just as a little fun panel yeah i want to have my i want to have patsy again totally in her street clothes and she's kind of cowering as uh you know a webbed piece of uh big heavy construction stuff is just over top of me and i go you know, yeah let out a brief uh Sigh of relief. And it's like it's like inches away from your head, like right over you. Yep. All right. Uh, so then who's going to go next, Spider-Man? None of the Wrecking Crew has gone so far, right? No. I want to see what Bulldozer is going to do. Okay, Bulldozer is completely unaffected by anything yet. So Spider-Man's still up and out of the way. I'm going to have him. He's going to go after Daredevil. So he like gets himself ready again and just goes charging directly at you head first blazing forward he is still operating as part of this team he is hard-headed he has superhuman strength mighty charge step back the highest die in the action pool attack pool and add a d6 and step up the effect die all right so i'm going to reduce that d10 to a d8 and then I'll be able to add a D6 and 
I'll step up whatever the effect die is. And he's also a combat expert in D8. So he goes charging right at you. I get a, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the eight and the seven there for a 15. And that effect die is gonna be a D8, but it'll actually be a D10. Okay, so I need to beat a 15. Yep. All right, well, I'm still solo. And I am man without fear. So I'm going to keep scrapping with someone way above my weight class. Okay. Uh, again, uh, enhanced durability of my ability club to help deflect as if I can. Mm-hmm. And superhuman senses to help me dodge out of the way so I don't get myself. So you're like dodging out of the way and like whipping your ability clubs around at the same time to deflect them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and again, I'm going to step up, so I'm going to get rid of those two of those two D8s and bring in another D10. And then I am a acrobatic master. Okay. So all that together, I'll roll to one. So that's not great. And then that's a 15 with a four of f- left over for D10 effect die. And you had a 15, so basically that ties, so nothing would happen. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm I'm fine with that. Just not getting <laughs> murdered here. So you like flip over out of the way, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna move right over to Thunderball and have him act before he gets taken out with his emotions. So, <laughs> who is the most recent person to attack him? I guess that was that was Daredevil. Well, I did kind of I kind of taunted him. Yeah, I was gonna say it. it if you're talking physical, if you're talking physical attack, I think that was me. Yeah, but yeah, the most recent person to come after him was Patsy, and she just is some lady standing there, and there's all these supers around, and he's like, you know what? I can at least get something done. I'm gonna hit this lady, <laughs> and so he's going to uh, whip his ball and chain around to hit at this nice lady as a team with a chip on his shoulder using his superhuman strength he's going to go ahead and his weapon uh, ball and chain but he's going to use that whirl and hurl again to uh, step that die up to a d10 instead of a d8 combat expert so he whips the ball and chain around it goes flying at you and uh, he gets a 10 all right well i am solo right now, which is not great for me, but hey, it'll work. Uh, I actually have uh, enhanced senses from Been Through Hell. So I'm going to see it coming. Even as I'm breathing a sigh of relief as this thing didn't crush me. I got got another ball and chain coming at me. Then I'm going to add my my acrobatics master, because I'm going to dodge out of the way. Okay. Yeah, I'm also... Yeah, that'll, that'll be enough. Okay. Or it'll be it'll be interesting. Let's find out. Ugh, God, mm. keep rolling once. But I got a uh, thirteen. I'll go ahead and give you a plot point. Okay. To increase my d eight to a d six uh, to a d eight in the Doom Pool. So you got a total of thirteen, 13. there. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and bump that that one I just bumped up back down to a d six. To add that four in there. So now I have a total of 14. Okay. And an effect I have D10. All right, so I guess I'm... Uh, so I guess I, I take a 
you know, a wrecking ball to the to the side and get uh, I get thrown into the construction site and go tumbling as this giant dude just threw a wrecking ball at a little lady. Just slammed into you. All right. Actually, actually, did he have any stress and stuff? Oh, yeah. He had a D12 emotional. Go ahead and roll that D12. Okay. I, I, I regularly forget that constantly. Yeah. It's a lot easier when you're all in person and you can have those like die laid out. There you go. So I would have gotten a 16. Okay. So then, yes. So he actually lose the ball and chain. Um, so he whips it out. You get out of the way and the was swinging it too hard. And so he lets go of it with his fingers. Did he manage to get it uh, caught up in Spidey's webbing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it goes flying out and, and snags in the webs. And uh, he's completely without it now. Cool. Alrighty. That worked out. I can have Wrecker go, or I can have somebody else go. So let's go ahead and... Hellcat has not gone this turn, right? I don't think so. Yeah, so then Hellcat, you can go after he just tried to attack you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Can I grab his, uh, his ball and chain and try to swing it back at him? Yes. Because I got three plot points, so I might as well do something with it. Yeah, if you spend a plot point, I'll let you use it as a. Okay. As an additional d8 you can roll. Alright, so I'm gonna try to snag it out of the web and throw it back at him. So I got a six. I am using a daring adventurer. Uh, I will be using that. I'll spend a plot point and get. What is the die on that? Uh, it's a d8. D8? And remember, he has D12 emotional. Yep. So I really should to try to hit him in the emotional, but you know what? He threw a big giant ball and chain at me, so I'm going to use that instead. All right, let's see how it works. I'll give you a plot point for that one you rolled there. Well, I can't. I can't say no, right? I mean, I can't like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so the Doom pool is currently at one D12 and one D8. Okay. And uh, he is going to block. He can't use his ball and chain at all for any kind of protection. So I got a total of nine. Okay. Well, I got a 15 with a 12, 12 effect die. So that gets stepped mm -hmm. up. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So that would, that would take him up beyond D12 physical. So you whip that ball and you yank it off the web, whip it around. It flies right at his chest. And you can see for a moment on his face this look of, oh, sweet irony. Yeah, how did this little tiny redhead just throw my ball and chain it back at me? Exactly, yeah. Like, he, you were just some redhead, and he just gets hit right in the chest and goes flying back and just, uh, like, plows through a bunch of cops behind him. Or does he knock into pile driver? <laughs> you, they're, they're all kind of spread out. Okay, I was just... Well, no, but Pile Driver is the one who's already left, right? He was, he got knocked out. Oh yeah, 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 never mind. Yeah, yeah. So he, Pile Driver, is still like slinking away, and he slams right into Pile Driver after he like knocks through a bunch of other cops, and they both go down in a heap. Okay, I hope nobody caught that on film. I might go to jail or <laughs> need Matt Murdock's help. Uh, let's have uh, let's have Danny go. Okay, uh, so we have Wrecker and Bulldozer left. Uh, yes. Wrecker has D10 emotional and Bulldozer's got nothing. Okay. Uh, so 
trying to remember. It was Wrecker who took a swing at Luke, right? They both did, yeah. ineffectually. Yeah. Oh, they uh, both yeah. did? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, then I guess... Uh, Bulldozers tried to charge a couple of people. Okay. Then what Danny is going to do is attempt to uh, set up an asset. Okay. By uh, just being a massive distraction. Okay. And uh, sort of leading Bulldozer around in circles. And uh, one, drawing him away from people. Two, just uh, leaving him open for somebody else to take the shot. Okay. So, And I'm doing that because uh, I had used my Iron Fist special effect, but my action failed. Mm -hmm. So I have to shut down my enhanced strength. Uh, so I okay. can't punch people with the Iron Fist right now. So I've got to do the, the jumpy dodgy stuff. So uh, what he is going to do is he's going to just start taunting Bulldozer and playing Matador to the, the charging bull uh, to create a massive distraction. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, sorry. It's not an asset. It would be a complication on Bulldozer. Uh, so he is uh, actually, I think, probably working as a team since this is, uh, he has seen that Hellcat is involved and Daredevil is here and Spider-Man. He knows he's no, it's no longer just him and Luke. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, that's uh, his worst one at a D6. But he is a living weapon of Kunlun. Uh, he has enhanced reflexes, which I think is a good thing to add. And he has an acrobatic master. Okay. Uh, and then Bulldozer has no compl uh, no stress? Correct. Okay. Let's roll that. Okay. Could be worse. Bulldozer is only working as a buddy now because everybody else is down. But uh, he's actually best as buddy. He is hard-headed and he's using his... You're just trying to like leap around and sort of. Yep, just trying to draw his attention on me and pull him in, uh, making uh, quips about his stupid helmet and uh, you're yeah. just a low rent juggernaut. Oh, <laughs> so he's getting he's like getting worn down from this, so he's using his superhuman stamina to to keep track mm -hmm. of you. Yeah, I can't wear um, him out. I can expert. only hold his attention. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, so I'm going to be using a, getting a 13. Yeah, I can't top that. All right. Uh, so yeah, Danny flops around, makes an ass of himself, uh, does not successfully distract Bulldozer. He's like, what's this guy doing? Uh, and have all the uh, wrecking crew gone? Yes, yeah, it's, it's just Luke. Okay. And then take it away, Power Man. Oh, man. I haven't thrown a punch yet. Seems like a silly time to start now. <laughs> uh, so Wrecker's still here, but he's sitting on a D10 emotional stress, right? Yeah. Um, I kind of want to look over at Patsy, who's still in street clothes, but obviously I make eye contact with and recognize that it's Patsy. Yep. Yeah. And I turn back to Wrecker and I'd be like, look, man, I don't know why you're here. But that that small woman over there took out Thunderball with one throw of his own ball. Honestly, you should just turn around and go home right now before I do the same to you. All right. Um, I don't know if this is me solo or team at this point. 
I mean, you are specifically referencing another hero. I think you're, yeah. You're, and you showed up with me, so that's three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I figured. Yeah, it's definitely a team. Okay, so I got team. I'm going to stick with come get some as my D8 distinction. Um, again, I don't okay. think because this is a, a you know emotional attack that Unbreakable really plays in here anywhere. Um, but my Menace Master I'm going to stick with. And then he does have a D10 already, correct? We yes. established that. So I guess I'll take a 14 and see if a D8 carries me through let's see uh he is uh working as a oh he's working as a buddy uh so there's that's a d4 um he is very arrogant he still thinks he can take you guys on and uh he's got menace expert as he's being very menacing while he does this so i got a 10 Mm, i kind of want to i've got two plot points if I spent one, I could add that D6, which would give me a 16. Yeah. And then that would kick my D8 up to a D12. Oh, it wouldn't do anything because I'm he's already at a D10. Yeah, you, you'd have to step it up past D12. Yeah, so so I'll just leave it. I'll leave it as, as we have it. Okay. So that's, that's going to bump him up to a D12 emotional. So he's just like looking around. He's realizing that like the cops aren't really helping him out. The... He's he's already lost two guys. Yeah, there is this little girl over there. Who's she? Like, she's got to be some sort of superhero. That means there's a whole nother superhero here that he was not prepared for. He probably should have suspected this being in the middle of Manhattan that there was going to be heroes about, but he wasn't. (laughs) Freaking everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so that's that's what he's going to... He's not enjoying his life right now. Um, it's the end of the turn, so who do you want to have go first? Uh, let's jump it to Spider-Man. Bulldozer has not been affected from what I from what I understand. In the fiction, he is running around chasing Iron Fist, but it's he's not extra vulnerable because of it. Yeah, but he's enjoying himself doing it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to play rodeo with uh, Bulldozer. Right. Try to put some uh, stuff and just taught him to get him, but be behind, like in front, and try to move at the last minute when you push him so you can hit a wall and maybe knock himself senseless or left. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm assuming right now, since we're pretty much several people are dealing with, yeah, team, so D6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got, Spider-Man's going to wisecrack about uh, being in a rodeo and, hey, come on, come on, and try to taunt him. So, wisecracker D8. Mm-hmm. Seen this fiction? Or, or, actually, more, is the, um, these construction areas uh, still a part of a scene distinction? Um, yeah, it's just now... The distinction would be like a webbed up construction site. Okay. So yeah, no, just yeah, just wisecracking uh, superhuman reflexes as I'm trying to get out of the way quickly enough for him not to hit me, but, yeah. but keep it the timing good. Yeah. I'm going to be using his, his web sling, his swing to swing line. As a swing line, yeah. Yeah, the swing line. 
is this more of a psych expert as I'm trying to psych him out? Or, yeah, yeah, or, that makes yeah, sense. That makes sense, okay. So that's a D8 for that. Ooh. Ooh, okay, so you rolled two ones there on your D8, so I'm going to go ahead and give you one plot point. Okay. And I'm going to bump my one D8 up to a D12, which means I'm currently at two D12. And... Uh, so you've got a, a total of, you can either have a total of seven with your D6 and your D8 or a 10 with a D6 effect die. Yeah, probably going to be a, D, a total of 10 with a D6. Okay. So he's working as a buddy. He is hard-headed, which is going to work against him. So I'm using that as a D4. And then he is going to use his superhuman stamina to try to keep up and then his combat expert. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have a, I guess the best I can do is a 10. Yeah, which would tie with my 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ties go to the defender. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he, you are, you're like whipping in, trying to grab him, and just like Iron Fist was unable to like really nail him down, he's like, he's shrugging off any of your, your webbing that's trying to grab him so you can rodeo ride him and... He, uh, he brushes it off. This is not his first rodeo, and he's used to this. Yeah. So uh, we've got uh, the people we've, we've got is uh, Bulldozer, Wrecker, and then everybody except for Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, yeah. So Go to Daredevil. All righty. So I want to try to take Wrecker out. Okay. Uh, he's got D12 emotional right now. Yeah. So I want to focus on that. And I, again, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. So my Billy Club, it has a limit. I can shut down the Billy Club to gain one plot point. Can I do that in addition to using it for its other thing? Or is that once I do that, I can't use it all? Like if I want to do something with it, but but what I do with it will cause me not to have it anymore. Yeah, you can do that. So you can basically okay. use it to get the action and then you shut it down to, so you basically can like, you can throw it and not have it bounce back to you. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, I've been using solo the whole time, but if I'm going after record, I think there's so many of mm -hmm. us now that I can't can't really justify solo anymore. Yeah. Even if I don't want you people around, <laughs> they're, they're around, around exactly. me. But we're, You're all working together. We're your point. friends. So would it be buddy or team? It'd be a team at this point. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. Uh, so it's D6 for me, which is not great. Again, uh, man without fear, because I'm putting myself in danger. So I want to use my enhanced durability billy club. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to basically hitting with a billy club almost like a bonk on the head that's yeah. just so dumb yeah. that it embarrasses him superhuman senses to to do this well once again i'm going to get rid of two d8s yeah. to add in that other d10 and then uh combat master i think makes or maybe i could even use psych expert like i could give him a little lip as i'm doing this as well because i'm trying to affect his psyche more than his or his emotion yeah. i guess rather than physical mm -hmm. All right, so all that together, I rolled a one. So you get uh, to step everything up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna go ahead and add a d6 to the the pool as well. So I have a two d two d12 and a d6, and you get a plot point for that. So I want to spend a plot point to use all three of the other dice. So that's a it'll be a twenty. With it will then default to a d6 effect, or can I not do that? 
because I only have three dust to use. You, if you use the D8 and the D6, then it would be a, 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 a you can use the D8 as the effect die because you got a, a six on your. Well, D6. he's talking about spending a plot point to use all three dice. Uh, spending, yeah, yeah. If you used all three, then the effect would be a D6, which he's already at D12 emotional. D12. So yeah, that would. That would right. work. Oh, yeah. oh, you forgot to okay. add a D12 emotional in your oh, yeah. yeah. Roll an additional D12 uh, yeah. in there. That's fine. Then you hold on to your D12 as your as your effect die. Yeah, so you spend a plot point and you have a total of 20. So he's working as a buddy, which is a D4 for him, which is not good. Uh, he's arrogant and he's using his durability and the godlike durability of his crowbar um, to sort of try to deflect it. To keep from being embarrassed. Jesus. Ooh. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he with that uh he's got 20 22 on his d10 and d d12. Yeah. The only way you can overcome that is by spending a plot point to add that d12's 5. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't think you have a one as well, so that triggers an opportunity for me. Yeah, you me. can spend a plot point to reduce the doom pool, which is currently at two d twelve. Yes, I would like to do that. So then it's at one d twelve and one d ten and one d six. And my billy club is knocked to the side, and it's just somewhere over there. Okay, so it comes comes at at him, and he just knocks it out of the way with his. Uh, crowbar and it goes flying off all right uh so i still think there's a good chance someone can take wrecker out and then they, they won't get their actions so i still want to go with another hero next okay so let's go back to i'm gonna say iron fist you, you didn't have a good showing last time i think you've got something to make up for here's hoping <clears throat> all right so spider-man has sort of taken up the dance with bulldozer uh, so I'm going to let him tackle that. And seeing sort of the, the tack that Daredevil is taking, Iron Fist is going to follow suit and just be like, hey, I know you got brought into this probably promised glory and all sorts of things, but look around. There's no way you come out of this looking good. Even if you manage to knock a few of us down, you're on camera, man. Like, it's... This is not a good situation for you. Just walk away now and control the damage you've done. Uh, so that is okay. part of a team, which is only a D6. I'm going to be speaking as the living weapon of Kunlun, but that's a bad thing because people see Iron Fist as a fighter. So that'll give me a plot point and a D4. Uh, none of my powers apply, but he is a psych expert. And what's his, uh, does Wrecker have any stress or complications? Uh, he's got a D12 emotional. D12 emotional. Rock on. Ooh. Oh. So I'm going to go ahead and bump that my, I'm going to give you, uh, two All plot right. points so that I can bump one of my D10s up to a D12. So I'm back at two D12 and, uh, I'm at 1d6, so I'm going to make that a 1d8. Okay. Uh, and then my total is a 12. Okay. He is currently working as a buddy, which is at 4. He's arrogant. He doesn't, he doesn't believe you. He doesn't think that 
that's the case and he's going to use his menace expert so yeah that's going to be uh enough i've got a total of 13 so he is not going for it he is like i don't think so he's still pretty sure that that he can come out on top of this still looking good he's sure that at least like on fox news he'll look good yeah he probably will and uh who do you who would you like to have uh let's see what wrecker's got got going on he's uh he's gonna go ahead and hit daredevil after having the uh the billy club thrown his way he's gonna charge in swinging um with uh again that d4 for the buddy is not great he is going to tear it down as his distinction he's going in with his uh superhuman strength He's going to go in with his weapon, his crowbar, and his combat expert. Now he has he has slam. I can step up or double the weapon die. So I'm going to step that up to a d10. And if I fail, then I shut down crowbar. And then also he has collateral damage. I can step back the highest die in the pool to add a d6 to the action. And then add the highest rolling die to the doom pool before calculating the total. So I'm going to reduce one of those D10s to a D8 to add a D6 to it. So I got quite a few dice I'm rolling there. And let's see what this comes up with. Uh, The highest rolling die was a D8. So I'm going to add that D8 to the Doom Pool. So the Doom Pool is currently at 2D12, 1D6, and 1D... Eight. So hold on, you rolled a couple of opportunities there. Yeah, I did. I'm going to spend a plot point to step back one of your d12s. Okay. So that was one of my questions because so far it's always been whoever's in the action yeah. is using those opportunities, but it can actually be anybody. It can be anybody. And then I'm going to spend another one to reactivate my enhanced strength. Okay. So. My total against Daredevil is going to be a total of only nine. Okay. So I'm defending. I got my D6 for a team. I'm actually going to use uh, my Man Without Fear as uh, the bad way because I'm still taking this, even though I probably should get out of here to give myself a plot point Mm -hmm. because I need one. Uh, I don't have my Billy Club, so I can't use it. I'm using my superhuman senses to try to make sure that I know where the punches are coming from so I can get out of the way. And then my acrobatic master, I'm actually going to drop down to 3d6. I can break it down to give me hopefully some more dice to get a better total. And then he still has a d12 emotional, right? Yep. Yes. All right. I rolled three ones Mm. and a two. I think I still beat you though with an 11. Yep. You did. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and let's see, what do I need to do to get me, bring myself back up to two D12? And then I'm going to give you two. All right. So I'm going to give you two plot points. One will bump up my D, my D10 to a D12. So I'm at two D12. And then the other one is going to use the other two to bump my D8 up to another D12. So I'm at three D12 right now and a D6. That helps lock me into that D12. I'm going to go ahead and use those. I'm going to use those 2d12. That will end the scene. So as you guys, as everything is getting like amped up more and more, 
it seems like you guys are about to overcome these guys when suddenly you hear this thunderclap boom in the sky and you look up and breaking the sound barrier before slowing and appearing in the sky above you see a bunch of sentinels all like begin descending into the city and they're all painted in red white and blue oh oh no and that's where we're gonna end (laughs) so the president has now brought in O.N.E. sentinels I do believe that we all get two XP for the, you ending the scene that way. So, yeah, because when I, I spent the D12 from the Doom Pool, so all you guys get two XP. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's Marvel Heroic for you. So, so what you're saying is we can't punch our way to victory when we're dealing with the situation that we're in. Uh, this situation, yeah, exactly. I actually don't. That, that, that's what I meant. Like this particular situation, just sort of making like a meta comment that unfortunately we can't just punch our way to victory here. Yeah, as much as my shirt says "punch your local Nazi" <laughs> on it. Yes. Uh, I actually really like that Marvel Heroic gives the heroes the chance to have the nonviolent solutions to problems. Yeah, you guys kept just emotionally damaging these I, guys. I don't yeah. know. So th- there's a little bit of meta stuff there. Like, I don't know their data files, but I imagine some of them have invulnerability where they can just shrug off physical damage. Yeah, they've they've got actually, uh, let's see, Wrecker's got invulnerability. He also has energy absorption, so he can avoid energy attacks, which isn't really a factor with this group. Bulldozer has invulnerability. Pile driver has invulnerability. And then Thunderball. A Thunderball has invulnerability, which I could have used, but I forgot. That's okay. To uh to utilize that when he got hit by the Yeah, and the and there and there are two ways of overcoming that. One, don't attack them physically. And two, you know, find a find the weakness to their invulnerability. Because everybody who has invulnerability has a weakness. Yeah, like these guys, because they're all granted powers by us guardians, it's all um, unless caused by magic. Bringing Doctor Strange in clears up that problem. Or using their weapons against them. Yep. Yeah. So so from here, if you were playing in a campaign, you'd move into a transition scene. Like, you could even do like a smash cut to the heroes all like in a jail cell having been rounded up by the Sentinels or stuff like that to to add dramatic effects, things like that. Transition scenes are where you do you guys get healing and stuff like that. And there's, um, there's rules for reducing stress and trauma. Characters don't die unless you step up beyond D12 trauma, which conceivably could happen with a single hit, even if you have no stress at all. If somebody rolls, you know, if somebody's rolling a bunch of D12s, maxes out on those and then you roll really really poorly on your defense conceivably you could step up so far past that you just murder somebody in a single shot but it's really un- unlikely now you'd mentioned that there's a way for the heroes to also end a scene but i didn't i didn't quite get that when you were gonna so how would that have looked or worked if we wanted to do that oh no i was i i couldn't remember if there was a way um but there's there's not a way for you guys just to straight up Oh, no, no, wait, uh, no, wait with a uh, uh, 10 XP, you can't. Oh, you can spend 10 XP? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can spend 10 XP to end a scene in the hero's favor, and that's a, a way to, to wrap it up. But that's a lot of XP, and you can use that XP for, for other things. But 
if you guys are like hitting your milestones and like really aiming for those, you can hit those, hit 10 XP in a single combat. I've seen it pretty, happen pretty regularly. So, um, and then with your milestones, uh, your one XP milestones are generally things that you can hit nearly every turn if you were to try for it. Yeah. And then like Spider-Man has that team player when you give support to another hero not, not already on your team. That could have been used a few times. Um, or when you declare a villain as an old foe, you get one XP. So it's like, ah, Thunderball, my old foe. Ah, Wrecker, my old that's, foe. And that's kind of what I, what I did on my first turn. I was like, I called out Thunderball, Franklin. You know, we've been at this a long time, but I didn't like, because yeah. it's just one shot. I didn't. No, I do have that milestone. I just didn't worry about it. Oh, you yeah, do? Settle the score. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. but it's like one shot. Um, I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three XPs are things that you generally only have, have happen once per scene. And then 10 XP are things that happen once per session. And if you hit the 10 XP, then you actually finish out that milestone. You remove it and you get a brand new milestone. And a lot of uh, campaigns will have, like events will have, at the beginning of the event, it'll list a bunch of brand new milestones that your characters can have that you can basically swap out an old milestone um over on marvel plot points where we still continue to occasionally make new content for the game um last year we ended up doing a big huge mcu thing where we i just wrote up a ton of data files for all kinds of mcu characters by the release of the films we have in the past done team milestones where we name a team like fantastic four and then we write up two different milestones if you're a member of that team. Um, and we've done that for a bunch of different teams. So we've got a ton of milestones there. Um, we also have item power sets, which are just power sets, but they're things like Thor's hammer counts as one. Um, that ball and chain, if, if Patsy Walker wanted to permanently have it, she could spend 10 XP to remove one of her power sets and replace it with Thunderball's ball and chain. And now she permanently carries around the ball and chain. <laughs> it's a cool way you can get a bunch of different new abilities that change your character dramatically from what they once were. I think I think you can spend something like 20 XP to add an entire new power set without swapping one out, but that's you know you're saving up for that one for a while. So yeah. Now, unfortunately, so this game is not supported any longer, so it's not in print. Yeah, that license has ended. I found a copy at a used bookstore. That's how I was able to get my mm -hmm. copy but if someone wants to check out the game other than a used bookstore is there anywhere to get the book i mean again i'm not talking about pirates and that stupid shit but not really because the game they it was they were required by marvel to no longer sell the pdf once they lost the okay. license so you have to find it used used somewhere uh but then the marvel plot points website can still give you some additional content new content you're not going to get the the rules themselves but you'll get new content we've talked about doing future stuff the problem is is that for the most part it's usually just been me in the last in the last couple of years it's just been me coming out with stuff with an occasional like help from different people of adding a few things the nice thing is with cortex prime coming out most of the rules mm -hmm. translate between marvel heroic and cortex prime it should be pretty easy to take the data files from Marvel plot points or other books you find and just move them to a Cortex Prime game. And since that isn't tied to a license, you should be able to 
play those characters in a system very, very similar. Cortex Prime is a toolbox system. It was built after Cam designed a number of Cortex games. So it has a lot of modularity built into it. Uh, I haven't read all the way through it, but I have to imagine there's got to be rules in there that bring in the Doom Pool and things like that. There are. He he actually does a really good job in there of calling out when when he's introducing a new module, whether it's affiliations or distinctions or power sets, how it fit in in older versions of Cortex. Sometimes he can't use the mm-hmm. actual name because of the licensing issues, but he references it yeah. in ways so you know exactly what he's talking heroic, about. Heroic, yeah. yeah. Referring to it as heroic, yeah. And um, I'm planning on at some point soon, once I finish reading through Cortex rulebook, of making a Cortex Prime version of Captain America for plot points just to show how how close you can get it to the original. And so hopefully we'll see that soon and then at some point at some point I'd really love to run a campaign of it because of how distinct and different you can make your your characters from their their base level that you that everybody expects to see the heroes at. They can change so much over time. Well, thank you, everyone. I really enjoyed this. I appreciate you putting up with my uh, ignorance here. Uh, I'm still going to have to absorb it a little bit just to see, you know, where it fits into. Because yeah. I love superhero RPGs. It's like my, my second favorite genre. So I'm always on the lookout for a, a good version of it. And I, and much again, like Firefly, like the whole time this was happening, I felt like I was keeping up with what was happening. I don't know mm-hmm. if I could turn around tomorrow and explain this game <laughs> to someone else. We'll find out tomorrow on how I feel. But I'm definitely interested in trying to run it. So I probably will try to run a one-shot. We do a lot through our Discord. We set up like weekly one-shots to see how that goes. Yeah. Plus, I just love superheroes anyways. Uh, that's why I was wondering if there's where to get other like data files if I wanted to put together like an X-Men team. There's not that many X-Men in the book. There, there was an X-Men book that came out. I was one of the writers. I was one of the writers for the X-Men book and the 50 State Initiative book. But... Um, so there are a lot of X-Men in there, but then also on plot points, we did, we've done a bunch of X-Men over the years. Um, I think, I think Nightcrawler didn't appear in the X-Men book, but we've done Nightcrawler, um, Hope, um, all the different, tons of different X-Men. Okay. And again, I'll put the links to that if you're okay with it in the show notes when this eventually yeah. comes out, which mm-hmm. may be a while because editing six audio tracks is a beast. So it, it may be a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Well, we'll go around the horn one more time. Everyone can kind of sign off again with your name. If you have any social media links you want to throw out, any projects you're a part of, other podcasts, websites that you want to do, you can throw them in here. Uh, For me, I'll start at the top. So, Jason. Sure. Um, Again, Jason Flowers. I'm Jason M. Flow with a W uh, on Twitter. I'm also kind of, not kind of, I've got a podcast. It's called Challenge Focus Strike. It is an L5R Adventure Seed podcast. So the episodes are usually like under five minutes. Um, just kind of quick things to help GMs get some ideas of ways to run games in L5R because I know that is not always something that comes naturally to new GMs to that system. All right. Well, thank you very much. And then uh, Eric. Yeah, I'm Eric Bucket. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Eric M. Pack, so E-R-I-C-M-P-A-Q. And I'm also one of the hosts for the Tome Show Book Club, where we read D&D novels related, either actually even novels or stuff that would interest D&D novels and book club format. And we speak how it might relate to D&D and, or how you could do it in role-playing game format. All right. Very cool. Thank you much. Uh, PK? 
I'm PK Sullivan. I am a game designer. I worked on the Cortex Plus system with Firefly. You can find me on Twitter at PK underscore Sullivan. Excellent. And then Morgan? Uh, hi, I'm Morgan Ellis. Uh, I'm at uh, I'm on Twitter at MC underscore E-L-L-I-S. That's where you can find me. Don't have anything coming out right now. All right. Stay tuned to, you know, same channel, same time. Uh, almost went to different company. Anyway. All right, Mark. Uh, yeah, I'm Mark Meredith. I'm at Mark Meredith. I got in early enough on Twitter to be able to grab my name. That's uh, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H. And then my kids are yelling at each other. <laughs> and uh, then I have DiceMonkey.net. Um, I review games. I um, talk about ideas that I've got. I throw out new ideas for new game systems. I do. I. I it's kind of a mishmash. Um, and then also I've got Marvel Plot Points, which is uh, MarvelPlotPoints.com, um, where we come out with new stuff on occasion. It hasn't been updated in a while, but it's. I'll get these spurts where I'll just make a bunch of stuff and then won't make stuff for like a year. And then, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Very cool. And for myself, my name is Michael. I'm at the RPG Academy. Pretty much everything I do is there. We're also a mishmash, mostly podcasts, but we have like 17 different types of podcasts. So if you're interested in anything, we probably have something that covers it somewhere, somehow, some way. But again, once again, thank you to everybody for joining, particularly for Mark for running everything. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just sign off and say, remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash therpgacademy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash therpgacademy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.